0: Hello and welcome to the True Growth Podcast. Oh my goodness, I hope you have really enjoyed this mini-series I've brought to you. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been exploring the foundations of self-care together, from eating and hydration, to love and learning to breathe with ease. And today, I'm bringing you the final two parts from that Facebook Live challenge that you have been able to take part Just whilst you've been walking around, listening to this podcast, getting about your daily chores and tasks, whilst you've got me chatting away in your ear, some of the lovely feedback I've had has been really heartwarming. One of my lovely listeners actually described it as spending 20 minutes every day with a really warm and caring friend. Oh my goodness, that is why, my lovelies, I do this, because I want to make a difference in your life. So I am going to bring with you, as I said, these two final parts today. The first sections around sleep and the second one is all about journaling. I got very super excited and we did this bonus day on the Saturday of that week. Um, now remember, whilst you have been listening to these fantastic episodes that Kim has made the best out of my audio qualities and chopped them up for you to make them really bite-sized and manageable. I have been working behind the scenes. I didn't want to get you too excited because I wasn't sure how it was going to go, but I have been working on building a shop for you. That's right. My very first shop. And I'm hoping that that is going to be open for you very soon in June. And I'll share more about that with you next week. But in the meantime, if you've been one of those wonderful people who've been engaging and sharing me your photos, I've loved seeing some of the photos and comments. And also, of course, I do love it when you email me. So all of that's gone into my melting pot. And Remember, the more you've engaged, the more chance you stand of winning one of those two free coaching sessions with me. And the lucky winners from the Facebook Live have already had theirs and are feeling the results straight away. I do remember in the first call I had, I managed to save that client six hours from her week. And in addition to that, we instantly found... £250 saving in her business and that was just in the first call. So these are the kind of results I get for my clients which is why I'm really passionate about giving everybody an opportunity to work with me. And so again, I've been um, offering lots of free calls for people during this lockdown period, obviously, because lots of people have had a lot of challenges to cope with. But also, I'm really keen to make sure that people get a chance to hop on those discovery calls with me, as well as some of the deep dive intensives. So if you fancy a session with me, then make sure you are engaging with the challenges and letting me know. Anyway, so without further ado, here is the final of this three part mini series on the foundations of self care. Welcome to the True Growth Podcast with me, Viv Allen, Success Coach and Trusted Counselor. Each week, I'm sharing with you the best of the tools, tips, and techniques I have learned in over 10 years of professional and personal development, designed to empower you to take courageous action in your business and in your life so you can free up more time and earn more money it is my mission to lead you towards your inevitable success on your terms so you can live a more joy-filled life by connecting what's in your head with what's in your heart if you're ready to live your life with more ease and fun doing what you love with who you love then this show is for you
1: Hello, good morning. Oh my goodness, it's not quite half past so I'm just going to wait to see if anyone else arrives. Um, I have been out for a bike ride this morning. It was absolutely beautiful. The ambient temperature here in uh, sunny pool Dorset is definitely getting better and it's getting a little bit warmer every single day. I made full out full advantage of that bike ride, i stopped off at the pharmacy, stopped at the fish shop and the post office. So I got quite a few jobs ticked off my list of to-dos today. It is 10.30 now, so we'll get going. And today we are going to be talking about uh, sleep and how to sleep more. <laughs> Before I really get dive right in, I just want to share a personal story with you. The irony of these things do not escape me. So the night before I was going to give the story and the, um, to, to share with you about hydration, I managed to get myself mildly dehydrated. So you could actually see the results of and the impact of dehydration would have on, um, on me. And uh, it wasn't deliberate, by the way. That's why I think it's so ironic. And then today I'm going to be talking about sleeping more. And very bizarrely, actually, I didn't have a very good night's sleep. So here we are live and kicking and ready to share with you. So welcome, hello and thank you very much for staying with me all week on this five days uh, Foundations of Self-Care that I've been sharing with you. Tips every day and actually I've really, really enjoyed the project and I hope you have too. I think from some of the comments that I've received that yes, that's definitely tips here that have been useful for you. And it's been my absolute aim to really start planting some seeds so that you can find your own true growth, like beginning to deepen that awareness and that connection that you have with yourself. Um, if you've been watching this on the replays, uh, that's also brilliant. And actually I've got something really exciting to tell you and I'll just share save that to the end. But um, yeah, I've got some something else I'm going to do, another Google project I've just thought about. And yeah, um, the competition closes on Monday. So if you are watching and replays, it's absolutely fine. That's going to be Monday at noon. And then after that, I'm going to be announcing the two lucky winners who have each got a free coaching session with me. Um, and that has been the challenge, basically. What I've asked you to do is to take part, show me you're taking part, because I know the difference between having knowledge and applying that knowledge. And when we can really embody what we're learning, it becomes part of who we are then that's what I call true growth. That's when we really know we're making progress in our lives in the direction that we want to travel. And that self-care is basically that foundation level because if we can't get that right, we don't know how to nurture ourselves and attune to our needs for food and sustenance, pay attention and do that when we need to. We're sending kinds of weird signals to ourselves about not mattering. Our bodies doesn't know if it can trust us because it's like, well, I'm really hungry. I've been telling you I'm hungry for hours. And you just keep ignoring me. You keep ignoring me. Perhaps, you know, that we look at it as a system-wide thing, it's really important that we start to listen and tune in. So I've got my water with me today because then we looked at hydration. I've gone for plain water today, no flavorings. So no lime, no lemon, no mint, just no cucumber even, just plain old water. Um still hydrating up from after that bike ride this morning. So yeah, and hydration, really important for clarity of thought. But if you just think about it in terms of being fluid, I mean, we are made up like 62 thirds of our bodies is water. It's an absolute foundation for every cell in our body to function. So in order to stay fluid, which allows you to be resilient, then you've got to stay hydrated. It's really, you know just one of those foundations that's absolute basic and a must, and yet, so often overlooked you know i could do it myself i can get into my office get into my work and then just you know forget to have a drink of water for hours until i get up again you know finally maybe somebody comes to the door and i have to move so you know i'm not putting myself up here and saying hey i've got this sussed i'm hopefully sharing with you some stories and some knowledge which i'm practicing too but it's about everyday improvements and doing it on an everyday and consistent basis that's what really yields the results and then we talked about breath so we talked about breathing and using that breath to really connect in with ourselves and then what what else do we talk about oh, my goodness sleep okay because sleeping is so fundamental to our bodies as a system to be able to renew and repair, very essential, Um, our brain needs that downtime to be able to process all the billions of bits of information that hit us every day. And yet it's something which we can, again, take for granted. And there has been a time in my life when I was uh, suffering from uh, post-traumatic stress and during that period, sleep was very difficult for me because I would often wake up with nightmares and rumination, and um, my sleep was very disturbed. And rather than giving into it, I just thought, this is great. I don't need any sleep. Four hours is plenty. And I was at that point I was retraining to be a counsellor. I was also taking an open university degree in social sciences. Uh, my kids were quite younger, at primary school age. And um, oh, yeah, and I was working too. <laughs> <laughs> as well as being a single mum. So I was fueled, fueled with adrenaline, and I was running on that adrenaline, and I had got into a mindset that thought it was okay to just have four hours sleep. And I don't know if you remember but the story I was telling you about Gladys, who would be impacted by dehydration, and it would affect her mood, and she got cranky. And then there was another uh, client story I mentioned to you where She had actually had a lifetime of chronic dehydration, which actually resulted in her having hypertension. Same thing is true for people who are chronically deprived of sleep. And let's face it, anyone who's had young children will know how challenging it is on your emotions and physically to be sleep deprived. And in fact, I do believe in wartime, they use sleep deprivation as a form of torture we absolutely do need and an average adult needs between seven and nine hours continuous like good quality sleep at night ideally as well with lots of studies i know lots of people have to work shifts but there have been lots of studies that actually say that shift working can really impact on your bio and on a long-term basis have an impact and i was um reading somewhere I think it was this morning a post that came up and, the, and the, the bit that really caught my eye was this quote and I'm sorry I can't tell you whose words they were but it was something around the seeds you plant today don't bear fruit this afternoon you know we plant seeds now and we re, we reap what we sow in the future so it's about future investments and this whole analogy can be used really quite widely but i think a lot of people think about it in terms of the seeds we sow are great because then we get the fruit and the bounty in the future and that's how i'd love you to see it but also if you start thinking about the impact of being mildly dehydrated for most of your adult life ignoring your bodily functions like the need for food and the impact that has on your ability to process food when you do get food and how it lays the body lays down That it issues differently because it thinks it's going to be feast or famine, so it responds differently. If you think about the impact of a lifetime of sleep deprivation, that we do again. There are lots of studies to show the connection between that and Alzheimer's or dementia later in life. What to say the toll it takes from the body systems not being able to recharge properly? All very well, though. But what happens? How do you get a good night's sleep, if that's elusive to you. And I know lots of people do suffer from insomnia. And you know, a couple of nights of disturbed sleep is just probably quite normal. But if that goes on for more than a week, really do seek some support with that. There are lots of different ways to get support around your sleep, but what you need to look at is the underlying issues. So what I wanted to cover with you today are a few of the real basic things you can do to help support your sleep to ensure you sleep soundly tonight and every night. What you wanna do is have that beautiful image of a baby just sleeping. Oh, I love it when they sleep like that don't they're completely gone. And their belly breathing, that lovely Buddha breath And we talked about breathing, and that rise and fall of the abdomen as they breathe so peacefully. And I want that for you too. But I do also know that it can be elusive. So how do you know if you're tired? I again, I, I was listening to something the other day, and they were saying about how uh, they they uh, they didn't need much sleep. I don't need much sleep. I don't need much sleep. I I'm fine. They don't need much sleep. It was like okay, but how is this playing out? Because we know without sleep, your brain is just going to be more sludgy. We know without sleep, you physically feel tired, and that's going to be hard hard for you to get motivated to to get all the things done in the day that you want to do. <laughs> and I I remember, I had um, a boyfriend once who worked really, really hard, he was uh, a builder and he worked really hard, but I didn't know him particularly well, it was quite early on in our dating. He had gone out for dinner with some friends of it, and he literally, I'm not kidding you, like he literally fell asleep in his dinner. He, like, head just went, his eyes went, he was just <laughs> asleep at the table. And I was like, this is a bit weird. And his friends were, oh no, he always does that. It was the weirdest thing. I mean, this guy just clearly was not getting enough sleep. He worked really hard. I accept that. But you've got to take care of you in order to be there for others. (laughs) And his friends had kind of just got used to it. But it it wasn't something I wanted to get used to, to be honest. So that didn't go so far on that one. Oh, we covered love. There is it. I knew there was another thing we covered this week. Love. How did I forget that? (laughs) We talked about self-love. Oh my goodness, how could I overlook that, that's so funny. Oh yes, and I forgot to share a couple of things with you. Goodness me, I tell you, were two things I remembered I forgot to share with you. One of the things was about celebrating your wins. So I think, I don't know which day this came in, but I know I meant to bring and show you my sparkle journal. And I forgot it and I, I remember just before i came on the live and then i forgot it and it was like the end of the live but it was definitely the time i took that love so i went oh i'm really disappointed with myself <laughs> but i forgave myself and i have brought it with me today look at this lovely sparkly journal okay so this is my little way of giving myself some self-love and to celebrate the wins that i have because it's so easy to forget all the stuff we do all the fantastic things you do every day for other people and we can overlook it i was talking to a client recently in fact actually about this very topic because she's had some amazing results i'm so super excited we have been working together for about a month and i'm super super excited she has just landed like five new clients and for the business that she's in that's really significant and she's taking some more time out for herself. She's actually blocked time out in her diary to take care of herself. And I sort of said to her, I've said it a couple of times, so how are you going to celebrate your wins? She's like, huh? You say that to me, I don't really understand. I'm like, well, how are you going to, you know, reward yourself for all these fantastic results you're getting in your business? And she's like, yeah, what am I supposed to do? Like have a glass of champagne or something? I'm like, well, look, this is something you've really got to work on. Let's start with a sparkle journal. So at least that you can write them down and you can make note of it. And that way they're captured. Those moments have to be captured. Because when we have um, uh, memories, the memories that are strongest, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, are the ones that are linked to a strong emotion. And sometimes it can be smell and and sometimes it's sound. So particularly with people with post-traumatic stress, sometimes if if that comes as a result of being, for example, in uh, a war zone, then it could be a sound, you know, loud noises can make people jump. And strong smells. People sometimes have have quite a a visceral response to a strong smell um, that they've experienced when they've experienced something perhaps not so pleasant in the past. But equally, I love thought about stopping to smell the roses. In fact, I did that this morning. I've got a beautiful fragrant tea rose that sits on my front doorstep. And it's a beautiful purple, uh, lavender, a purple colour. And this morning I noticed the very first bud is just about to come out. And i was so excited because I just love, oh, it's white, it's white by the front door. I just love it, it's so fragrant. I love the smell. And what has this got to do with sleep? <laughs> it's hard to sleep when you've got a big list of things to do going on in your head. It's hard to find peace and tranquility when you spend more time telling yourself about the things you haven't got done than noticing the things you have. And what I want to encourage you to do is to start building in a practice where you start to notice the things you do that are great. Because our brains are a bit strange sometimes. One of my ways I love this job We so you have to work around it. It's a bit like the gruffalo. <laughs> you can't work, can't go over it, can't go under it, you have gotta go around it. Learning how to yield to some of the thoughts we have on finding a workaround until our mind can be comforted in knowing that we're okay, we've got this. That's when you become the master of your own mind. So this negative bias we have, is, if you go back to sort of our history and evolution, obviously that was really important. It was important to know that if I eat that fruit, it's going to hurt. It's going to make me feel sick, so I won't do that again. So we would attune more readily to things that were negative because that helped us stay, survive. But luckily today, if you're watching this, I'm imagining you're living in a pretty safe environment. Even given the fact we're in the middle of this pandemic, relatively speaking, you know, the food you eat is safe. The water you drink from your tap is safe. And very luckily we live in a peaceful society. And if you're in Britain, a, a peace com- country, we've been part war here for many, many years. So where we're going with this, okay. We're talking about peace and tranquility. So our body systems were designed for a time when the things were not so safe, but we are in a safe environment now. And so we have to kind of almost retrain our brains to start to notice the good stuff, the things that are, that are joyful, the things that are abundant in our life, and the successes, and to start noticing our safety and security. Because as I said, we'll be negatively biased to those things we haven't done instead of appreciating the things we have. So Sparkle Journal, that was one of the things I wanted to share with you. And then the other thing I wanted to share with you, and I mentioned it yesterday and I said, I'll come back to it and then I completely forgot was the feeling of overwhelm. And I know a lot of people are feeling this at the moment, a complete sense of overwhelm. Our lives have been shaken up and shifted in many different ways and we all have been affected in just countless ways as well as personally and our family and then you know as a society as well. And so this feeling of overwhelm is is not new though because before we were in this extraordinary place that we are now globally, I would often work with clients who would come to me because they were feeling overwhelmed. And I'd like to think about a reframe for that word because there are so many opportunities, aren't there? I mean, I don't know about you, but like, there's so many different things going on. I'm you know, loving the, all the new virtual things that are happening, opportunities. I've, I've joined a virtual wine tasting. I talked about that when I talked about, um, about food, my food choices. And I've learned a lot about uh, wine. I would never have done that. I've always wanted to learn more about wine, but never had the time. And yet here it is coming right to my front door and I can sit here at my computer and join in this wine tasting class. I joined the virtual choir. Oh my God, that was amazing. Again, another thing I've wanted to do for ages. And yet now here it is. I can't, I don't even have to travel anywhere. It's just happening. Which is fantastic opportunities. And so what I want to look at is the sense of overwhelm and reframing that to a sense of overjoy. I am overjoyed with the opportunities that life is presenting me. So just try that one on. The next time that word, I feel overwhelmed, comes to you, take a moment and connect into your breath. Use that ability you've created by following the challenges this week to give yourself just a moment of peace. Pause, reflect, agree, think. Maybe I'm not overwhelmed. Maybe I'm overjoyed. I'm so lucky to have all these opportunities. All I need to do is focus in on the one, the one that's going to make the difference for me right now, as well as the one that's going to make the difference for me in the future. And that's about planting those seeds. Remember, so the decision you make in this moment, maybe deciding to have that cup of coffee after dinner at sort of eight o'clock, might not be the one for you if caffeine affects your ability to sleep at night. So. We have to think in the long game. And getting quality sleep is a long game kind of result, okay? So as I said to you, you know, a couple of nights here and there, that's absolutely fine. But if this is going on for you for longer than that, you really, you know, this is it. This is your moment. Take stock. So I want you just to do is think about your sleep hygiene. So what the aim is, is a 79-hour continuous sleep. If you uh, start to think about sleep hygiene, it's like, okay, what can I do? What distractions do I need to remove from the room? Electronics, uh-uh. no electronics in the room. Do your own research. Whether you know there are electronic fields going around that are not good for you, it doesn't really matter. The point is your bedroom is a sanctuary and all that place needs to be is a place for love and sleep and restoration. So the electronics the tvs and the devices out of the bedroom another great way um, of sleep hygiene i did just touch quite lightly there on caffeine Now, a lot of people will tell me they're not affected by caffeine i'm going to challenge you on that i'm going to suggest that maybe you just start taking decaf and see what happens because i guarantee you're going to get some withdrawal symptoms and in fact when i used to work in um, a substance misuse uh, rehabilitation center when we would encourage clients to detox from caffeine, we would actually put them on a detoxification program to actually do that gradually so as to reduce the symptoms so that you get when you, you come off caffeine. The other thing that can impact your sleep is alcohol. I don't know the science behind all of that. Again, go ahead and do your own research, but I definitely know that alcohol would impact the quality of your sleep. Solid, it something to should be airways um it makes you more prone to to snoring, which can obviously disturb you and, or possibly, your partner. So, some of this sleep heart—if you share a bedroom with someone else—some of these sleep hygiene things you're going to have to think about. Who else do I have to get on board with this? Who who needs to help me, and and who needs to maybe help us to get better sleep? I think we talked about, I touched a little bit on yoga, but I mean, I, I can't, again, I want to really emphasize this uh, ability to breathe and relax your day and release the day. Now, for me, my sleep routine actually starts at the end of my working day, because my, the first thing I do at that point is release. So I do a release meditation for 20 minutes, sitting at my desk before I leave the office. I do a couple of things that really help me let go of work and move into my evening when I can relax. And when I start to relax, I start to unwind and decompress, and all of that is my preparation for a good night's sleep. So much like you might, um, you know, tend the soil in the winter and maybe put some fertilizers in it and let it lay dormant before you're ready to prepare the soil for the growth and for the fruit the same thing with your sleep. You can start to prepare the conditions for a good night's sleep. And that, for me, starts at the end of my working day. I also take time, after I've done that meditation, to write down the three things, the three really important things, the needle movers, as I call them, that I want to get done for the following day. And that helps my mind be rested, because my mind now knows I'm not going to forget. I'm going to carry it around in my head, thinking, oh, I've got to remember to do that. I must make sure I do that. I must make sure I do that. Instead, it's written down, it's all taken care of. That's the system my brain and I have got, it works for us. (laughs) Let me know what system you have because I'm really always very interested because everyone has their own little systems for doing these things. So I'd love to hear some of the things that you do to help you let go of work and move into your evening and towards that rest period. So of course, what happens if you're asleep? Like I was last night, I wake up at four o'clock. Why am I awake now? I can't get back to sleep. And I have a couple of things that a couple of things I've built into my routine there. One is uh, to keep a notepad beside my bed. And if there's something particularly worrying me, I'll write it down on my notepad. And then I know, again, the deal I've got with my brain is we'll discuss that in the morning. But at least my mind can rest because it knows it's going to be looked at. And it's not like I'm going to ignore it. And neither are all those things rattling around in my head the funniest thing is, you know, obviously, before I de- developed that system for me, I'd be rattling around going oh, I was worried about things I have massive lists growing in my head and da, da, da. But the minute I wake up and actually, you know, write those down, it's usually about two things and they look really small by the time I've written them down. So there's a really good way. When things are rattling around in your head, they grow and grow and grow and grow. But when you anchor it down into a pen and paper, it has an amazing transformative effect. On your mind and helps you to rest and be easy. And another system I picked up is uh, I use meditation apps. So you know, playing a meditation at night that can be really helpful. Just a soothing voice or some soothing music can lull me back into. <laughs> I've even got one of these ones that I've pre-recorded. that's my voice, <laughs> and I never get more than like two minutes into it. And I'm asleep. So I'm not... I hope you guys aren't asleep listening to the sound of my voice but I definitely send myself to sleep at night, listening to that uh, recording. And then there's another fantastic tip. So if all of that's failing you and you're still not being able to get to sleep, do you remember in the olden days they used to talk about counting sheep? Well, I've got a slight reframe on this and now I count my blessings. So I start with my toes because that really takes a lot of concentration. And I start counting my blessings on my baby toe and I try and make it wiggle. Try it now, try and make that baby toe wiggle without the other toesman it's impossible <laughs> okay so i play a little game start to engage my inner child because what i'm trying to do is self-soothe and that's sometimes a skill we don't learn if we teach babies how to do this is what we're doing as parents what we're trying to get our children to sleep at night we try to teach them how to self-soothe and sometimes we've forgotten <laughs> so we have to learn how to self-soothe ourselves again self-soothe yeah, anyway so I count my blessings, I start on my baby toes, I count one, and then the other, and then I get to the other toes, and I'm still awake, I start with my fingers. But using that system to count my blessings puts me in a different state of mind. You remember I was talking yesterday about how we can change our state from our breath. So what we do is by reframing, right, retaking our focus away from those negative thoughts, the ones that worry, the ruminations, and the ones that keep aggravating, we gently shift our mind across to our blessings, we find that peace and tranquility that we've been searching for. And that's when sleep. And if that really doesn't help, then be assured that simply resting is enough. So, um, oh my goodness, I've stripped of the time, my God. Thank you guys for staying with me, chatting away there, having a brilliant time. I think that's just about all of my um, tips. And I've remembered to tell you things I've forgotten. Oh, one last thing before I go. Um, Again, a little one on the whole um, if your brain's worrying thing. So it could often be saying, I don't know if this happens to you, but I definitely have experienced it, where I go, what if I'd said this? What if I'd made that choice? What if? Now, of course, apart from the fact, I can't control the past because it's gone. It's done. One of the ways I've used to again do another reframe on this is to change that word if to what is. So again, so the sentence then starts, what is right? Well, I've got a book full of celebrations. What is true? I am loved and I am lovable. And I just start to go through the what is. So that brings me to the present and helps me my mind come focused into the here and now rather than going off on all the little stories. Um, So today's challenge. Okay, so a really simple one today. Obviously, remain engaged, keep sharing and commenting and messaging me because this competition isn't closed till Monday to give everybody a chance to catch up because I know a lot of people will catch up on the the weekend. And, oh my goodness, before I go, yes, I was going to tell you, okay, one thing at a time. The challenge today is to count your blessings. So I'd like you to maybe start your own sparkle journal, okay, or get a journal, whatever it is, but start to write down your blessings, or some people might call it a gratitude journal. I really encourage you to do this last thing at night or last thing in the evening before you get yourselves off to sleep. And then the second challenge is, do you remember, You had your awesome list already, didn't you? So this is about your blessings. And the second challenge is to take a look at your sleep hygiene. So really do a sleep hygiene audit. Uh, I've mentioned quite a few different things that you could do to shake things around and shift them up. And maybe you might have to track back in your day to work out what has to give so you can get that ideal seven to nine hours sleep. So if you have to be at work for, I don't know, at your desk, uh, even if you're working from home and you have to be there for like nine o'clock, but you have lots of family commitments before that, and you want to do your morning routine before that. You know, work backwards. So, does that mean you have to get up at six or at seven or, or eight? What does that look like for you? Then take the clock back. So, what would eight hours be from that? So, okay, my target time for going to bed is ten pm. What has to happen to get me to get to bed for ten pm? if You're going to bed later than that. So, that's the sleep hygiene. So, I want you to have a look at that little clock. Uh, your 24 hour clock and work out at what point you need to start making some changes. There might be a bit here, a bit there. And as I said, if you share your house with somebody else, and particularly your bedroom, you might have to get them on board too. So that could be another little challenge. If you have any questions, of course, please do let me know. But um, the exciting thing I thought about at the beginning of this session was actually, I have really enjoyed this project so much. I hope you have. I know lots of people will be catching up over the weekend. And I was thinking I might just do one more session tomorrow. Okay, just one more, I can't resist. And I'm going to be doing it all around journaling because it's definitely something I've struggled with. And I know the absolute value of translating what's in our mind and getting it down onto pen and paper. So I'm gonna do a little session tomorrow. Let's say 10.30 again tomorrow. Hope you guys can join me. It'll be fantastic. Of course, there'll always be the replay. And for those, everyone who's signed up, oh my goodness, big apology. I haven't been sending me emails out each day, but you know where to find me and you know how to get hold of me. So if you want anything and then you just go for that, just contact me direct. But if you have signed up, I definitely will make sure you get a copy of the book which is going to be off the back of this the foundations self-care how to sprinkle your soul so uh, if you haven't already done that please do um, sign up for that and i will be very happy to deliver that to you it's an electronic version and it's going to be coming out ready for you at the beginning of next week so until tomorrow then i can't let go i'm having so much fun i really hope you have too and uh have a fantastic and amazing day remember to put you first. You matter. I want you to employ that selfish discipline of taking care of you first so you can then love and live freely, full of joy and abundance. Take care my lovelies, toodaloo. Good morning and welcome to Saturday morning bonus day. Oh my goodness, I did not plan to do this at the beginning of the week. I have to say I've been blown away by the responses from you all this week as I've shared with you the foundations of self care. I've been heartwarmed by the shares that you've been and where you've been sharing it on your own groups. And I've been absolutely really touched by the wonderful engagement that you've all given. And I really want to say I really appreciate that. I call this a five-day challenge because, quite honest with you, the challenge is about applying that knowledge. Without making the application, it's purely just information. And that is why I've really been encouraging you every day, not only to engage in the challenges that I've set, and the biggest challenge is always actually apply that action into your life and integrating it within your body. So as I've gone through this week, I have learned a great deal too, and that is why I wanted to bring with you this bonus day, all about journaling. It's been quite spontaneous to say it's There was half started the podcast this uh, this live and went. Do you know what? We're going to do an extra day. So I'm really grateful to you joining me. And I don't know about you, but there's a different vibe to Saturday. I mean, for many, many years as a young person, I worked uh, as a waitress um, in hotels and restaurants. And I've always worked Saturdays, but it didn't matter. There's always a different vibe to Saturday. I love that feeling, something a bit more relaxed about it. I've been inviting you all week to start to deepen your awareness and deepen that connection with yourself. And we've been doing that through food, literally just thinking about food that we eat, what it says about us. (laughs) I don't know if you filled your fridge this week, but if I opened the fridge door and had a look in, what would it say about you? Does your fridge, the contents of your cupboards, reflect who you are and what you believe in? Do those choices that you make, as I discovered over my wine choices, actually align with your own values. Oh, by the way, the wine tasting course is going really well. I've learned so much and I'm excited to go shopping today because I'm going to try something new. And that's been an exploration itself. So I think when we talk about food, we talk about trying new things. And um, this is a really good way of um, experimenting and reaching out for foodstuffs which you just probably don't use. So I think I shared that about thinking about rainbow foods try and incorporate more and more uh, variety into the foods you eat and we also talked about hydration and how important that was for you and today I because it's been sun's been shining this is a lovely little cup I picked up at a festival and <laughs> if I had some grass I might even pitch the tent I think I was at a festival and have a little mini festival here at home but I don't know I haven't got any grass so I won't be doing that um, Maybe that's a fun idea have a little mini festivals at home. <laughs> if we carry on like this and the weather warms up, it might be fun to sleep under the stars. Anyway, so we were talking about that and we were talking about love and that love starting with yourself. And the today's topic about journaling is one way to connect in deeper to that self-love. We talked about breath work and how we can connect through our breath just simply breathing just noticing that breath is at any point in the day you can reconnect with yourself and get that calm center back again and quite often it's that look before you leap taking that breath gives you a chance to think a little bit deeper before you say something or before you take that next action and do you know what that can often avoid quite a lot of heartache because what you initially see isn't necessarily what's always there So it's quite good good practice to really incorporate within your day, however you do that. Uh, We talked yesterday about sleep. Oh, and I slept well last night, I hope you did too. Um, I made sure that I did a few stretches before the end of the day. I'd had quite a busy day and a busy week, as I'm sure you all had. So I took some extra time to make sure I did my release meditation. I jotted down the key things I wanted to make sure that I got Head Start on Monday morning but I am definitely taking the weekend off. And I felt good about that because, you know, I have definitely, you know, really appreciated, I took that time to appreciate my successes for the week. And anything that I needed to hang up that was left over for Monday, anything that was left over that I hasn't been able to achieve, well, rather than have it rattling around in my head, it's there on my list. And I'm gonna share with you some journals of mine today. Um, <laughs> I don't really think that I'm obsessed with journaling or anything but i have got next to me a stack of one two three four five uh, six different journals (laughs) now if you can find one journal that does everything for you great but i haven't been able to do that there are different parts of my life different projects i'm working on and i like to compartmentalize them by using a different journal for that specific part of my life and and also the different tasks require different prompts or different sort of space as I feel it. So again, I use those uh, different journals for that, um, to, to use that for different parts of my life. And so basically we have been preparing the ground. So we've been looking at some of the real simple stuff, which, you know, it's, it feels simple, but yeah, we don't do it. We don't spend enough time really being conscious about how we're living moment to moment, day to day. So just by taking incorporating some of those challenges and some of those, um, ideas that I shared with you into your life, I'm sure you're gonna feel that foundation, feeling stronger. Those are the two areas which we haven't covered that are going to be in the ebook. Okay, so one was exercise, um, but I'm not gonna cover that in the, in, the, in this live series, but we, I am gonna cover journaling. Okay, so that's what we're gonna be talking about today because what we are, you know, one of the beauties of the power of the written word. Now remember back when I talked about uh, water, I mentioned that uh, Dr. What's his name? Ma- Masaru Emoto, and he's a Japanese scientist, and he did some studies with water. And he simply placed a glass of water on top of a piece of paper that said love. And he also placed another glass of water on top of a piece of paper that had the word hate written on it when he studied the molecules of that water under microscopes the water that was sitting on the on the written word this is the power of the written word the water that was written sitting on the written word love had beautiful formed molecules and the water that was sitting on the piece of paper that had the word hate written on it didn't have such pretty shapes so don't underestimate the power of the written word it really is and i and another story i had I wanted to share with you it's about um one from a, a private coaching client now in with this client we worked together oh, probably good, over six months and what we were doing was bridging the gap between where she was which was at the end of a 20-year career in a job that she'd been loving but really she'd lost the passion for and she wanted to at this phase in her life Change into something that was going to fit more with her current lifestyle. So uh, she was in her 50s. She was looking now to have more flexibility, to not be chained to a nine to five and that regular sort of restrictions of uh, Monday to Friday work. And um, we, she, when she started to work with me, she just didn't know how she was going to get that. She just knew she couldn't carry on. And what we did over that period of time working together was create bridges. We looked at the goal. The goal was to earn a certain amount of money and to work a certain number of hours. And then we would look at we looked at her skill set and how we could translate that into a job or a role or a business that would suit and then be aligned with her values. And um, you know, one of the reasons she, I think she got fed up with this this job as an employee is because she'd always worked with bosses, so she'd always had a manager, she'd never been sort of at the top which has been great She'd always been a support role, it had suited her, but she finally got to a point in her life when she was like, I'm fed up with people telling me what to do. So, and she had so many skills because she worked in lots of different industries. So we were creating a bridge and we had to do that for every little element because you can't get from here to there in one massively. You have to, what I would say, chunk it down. And the beauty of journaling is it allows you to chunk things down. And that's I think why I've ended up with so many different journals because the different parts of my business and my life that I I want to, to work in, in smaller chunks, and um, if I try to put it all in one journal, for me, it would all get too mixed up, and I'd like to separate them out so that I can see and evaluate my progress in each of those different projects or these different areas of my life. And there was one other story as well. And this was um, an email I sent out. So we've all had a lot more time, I feel, over the last few few weeks to connect with people who perhaps we've been distant from. And I took the opportunity to reach out to some friends who I hadn't spoken to in a long time. But we used to work together or play together or, or we did some training together. And this one particular friend uh, who lives abroad now wrote back to me, which was, you know, a beautiful email. And it was quite long, and he's obviously written it quite late at night. And he said to me, the things that have been challenging him, the things where he felt he was succeeding, and the areas where he'd been supported in life, and the areas where he'd felt proud. And at the end of this quite long email, he said, thank you, Vic. I feel much lighter now. I feel more focused. And I I have more clarity, now I've written all of that down. That is actually the power of writing and journaling, which is why I'm really going to, that's why I wanted to bring this bonus to you because I couldn't let the week go without this extra deep layer of being able to really connect and communicate to your inner self. Because we talked a lot uh, this week about goals, we talked about strategies, we talked about systemizing, and that's all brilliant for the mind. But what we need to do is integrate our hearts and our minds. And the way we can do that is that medium of written word because that involves the body. You get to have an outpouring of emotion because you're writing it in a safe space. It's only you in the book. So all of those emotions that you feel can come out safely. And also your mind gets to help go into it because it loves to solve problems. So while your heart might speak, your mind will come up with solutions. And then your heart might speak and say it's not quite fitting. Then your mind will come with an alternative solution. Your mind loves to be creative, it's it's a favorite job to find solutions. So, when we contain that within a journal, you can actually evaluate your progress, you can monitor your progress, you can see if you're working towards that. And that gives you a feedback loop because that helps you show your confidence as you grow and that connection with yourself. And then When you get that realization and that recognition of your achievements, wow, that does boost your confidence. And when you boost your confidence, you have more energy, you know, you have more inspiration and more ideas will come to light. And then you will also find anywhere there's resistance, because of course, that resistance is what holds you back. So what you start to notice over the pages is where you go around in circles. And that's great that's brilliant because it provides with fantastic insight and with those things you might just get fed up you might think i need to ask a friend ask a friend to see if they can help you find a solution but yeah, i've been wrestling with this problem for ages and i just keep doing the same thing and getting the same results and that's why people work with a coach too you know sometimes we need someone to be alongside us with a helicopter view to come in and say Ah, i want you to look at this bit a little bit deeper And if you're a client of mine, I might just hold your feet to the fire a little bit if you try to wriggle. But I always do that with loving kindness because I want the best for you. And I absolutely know, I guarantee you, I have read, I would say, and I'm not kidding, 500 self-help books at least. I've studied for two diplomas and a degree in counselling and psychotherapy. I absolutely know the thing that makes a difference is the application and writing is the first step towards that, getting that mind and body and heart connection all into one. So that's today's topic, journaling. This is a a lovely book, a beautiful book. And I was attracted to this book, okay, because of the yoga element. And I had mentioned earlier that my chosen sort of way of doing that mind, body, connect, soul connection and breathing is through yoga. Believe me, I do take these principles into my tennis and uh, all the other sports that I do because they all integrate but this is a beautiful book i love the colors it's got some beautiful pages and in each page it's got little prompts um and it's got a uh, time for reflection and little questions and it's all related to yoga but also how that yoga is not just the exercise element it's also uh, remember it's a way of life so i use that one more for my personal development in terms of being able to integrate these principles you know throughout my my sort of personal life this book is a plain lined book this lined plain paper yeah i love to use this in fact this contains a manuscript for my next book i have written but not but as far as i have with the ebook that book is all about how to recover from trauma and it's uh you know much much bigger book but this contains the original manuscript this book and i use it for my real creative thinking so just blank pages and i the way i go with my mind so i love that one okay this little book not so big dream big i love that message and i got given this when i attended a course It was like a day workshop and it was the workshop was all around um marketing and pr and and that sort of thing so i use this for when I was at that point in my business, when I was really trying to hone in my message, work out who my ideal clients were, and and that sort of thing. So I I love that book. Still contains things in there to do, <laughs> but I love that book for that. I shared with you my Sparkles book from my you know yesterday, which is this one for all my results and my achievements and the wonderful uh, feedback I get. I put in here, and in here I record all of my wins. Because I have to remember some days that I am sparkly. Because, like, like you, I'm human, and sometimes I'm a bit or And on those days, I use this little book as a pick me up. And I also have things in here like sort of pictures and little mementos from places that I've been, which also were really, you know, significant emotionally emotional high moments for me. Um, so I use that as my little sparkles book. Uh, I, am a, I follow a guy called uh, Brendan Burchard. I've been following him for about three years or so. And in fact, I was really fortunate just before we had, uh, went into lockdown, I went to his um, high performance uh, coaches sort of uh, three day event in San Diego. It was amazing. I think there was like 2000 people there and it was a fantastic three day event all around coaching and how to bring the best to your clients and how to get the best out of yourself so that you could do your best work. And Brendan has uh, developed this planner. Hope oh, it's got very good, you can't see him. Anyway, this is his, Brendan's quite business-like. Because, so this is my day-to-day planner. So this is the one I use every day in my business. And um, you can see it's got the appointment times, but also it has the top three goals or priorities, the tasks that absolutely must be done today. And the one element this I really like is, you can see this, okay, is a question here around the person I need to lead or connect with today. And that is a brilliant question for thinking about how you can lead in your business or in your home. And also people you can reach out to for help. Okay, so this is about connecting with others because you know this is how the how the world works. We are all so connected and interconnected. And yet, it can be particularly now, I think, we're all sort of locked in some sort of very strange bubble. You can forget to reach out and ask for help. You don't have to do it alone. I Believe me, I have tried the long way, and it takes a lot longer. The minute you engage with others and ask for their help and support, the universe does something magical. It will open up doorways for you and open up all kinds of things you just, solutions you couldn't think of on your own. So they always talk like two brains are better than one. I've got to really encourage you to think every single day, who can you reach out to? Who can you connect with? Who can help you solve some of your problems? And on the other side of that, because it's a continuous wheel of giving and receiving, is think about who you need to reach out to, who you can help on that day who might just need a little boost? So that I shared with you some of my journals there, and I want to say that I totally respect there is no one a size fits all, but the principle does fit with everybody. And that is use the written word. And that's really, I know a lot of people like lots of digital stuff, but a pen and paper, you cannot underestimate that connection, that fluid motion of writing. Remember, when we talk about fluidity, to get that through your body, definitely do the writing. And one of the reasons that uh, journaling can also be really helpful for you is to work out these little uh, glitches, these little points where you're not quite aligned with your values. And do you remember that's why I was talking about the uh, food and then I went on about my wine tasting experience and how I realised that I hadn't actually upgraded my wine selection as much as I had upgraded my food selection. Um, I have taken steps to uh, measure that and to make sure that i am getting the resources i need so i've been engaging with this wine tasting expert um so that i can become more knowledgeable but also today i've written a list i've already done the research on the bottles of wine i'm going to buy because i'm going to look at doing something different and the way that that and it was quite an ingenious um sort of way of being able to think about what 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 is different is to think about the feelings that you want to create. So I personally, I love to live life energised and I like to feel graceful. And I also like to live in a really honest way. And my journal helps me to do that. And that is when I'm writing it down, I can see in black and white where I'm not honouring Those values, and also on what I think about, well, how can I feel more graceful? What can I do that's going to bring that feeling? Um, Today, I'm wearing it's not very well ironed, I'm not that's not one of my best skills, but I'm wearing a beautiful shirt. I bought um, it's silk, I love the feel of it, and it makes me feel graceful. So, I really love that, and I enjoy that. So, by completely embodying my principle. So thinking about the feelings that you want to create each day is a really good way to tap into how you can do something different that's going to create create that feeling within you. And then that will help you work out where there's some some rubs, where there's some misalignment. And that's not to say that things don't feel uncomfortable when you try things differently. Change, you know, is inevitable. It's going to happen anyway. So the difference is whether you choose to be the driving force for that change or whether you choose to wait and see what happens. But I know I feel much better when I have some, I'm using my ability to, you know, self-efficacy, self-advocate to be able to be and create the things I want in my life rather than, nah, waiting for life to happen to me. That's just not the way I roll, I'm afraid. There are four ways to make habits stick so I can uh, share these with you because what we want to do I've talked about all these different habits that you can incorporate this week and obviously the key is to make them stick so uh, the first one I talked about earlier which is about chunking down so make it small okay so if you want to have a goal bring it down to the smallest thing you can and measure that so once you've got that achievement then you know hey I was working with a client recently, and she's new to posting on social media. It wasn't something she was comfortable doing. Her posts are brilliant, um, but they're very technical. And so what we were trying to do is get her to bring more of her into her posts. And so I set her a challenge to talk about three different parts of, of her work and how it related to her personally, and therefore could benefit her customers like from her own experience. And just to create three posts, when she did those three posts, she got some fantastic responses that fueled the confidence, and now she's rolling with it. Would you see I mean? If I would said to her, okay, now I'd go map out the social media posts for the month and you know do 15 posts every day on different medium, it would have felt overwhelming. So just the point was is the feeling she needed to get to was one of confidence and knowing that her message was landing with her clients. So, but she didn't need to do much to test that. And if those, those three posts hadn't got such a great result, great, it's information that you could have tweaked it and done some more. So make whatever goal you choose, design a strategy, systemize it, great. But use your journal to find out and evaluate and monitor your progress. Oh, star charts. I'm such a child, okay, Star charts. Okay, I have my own star chart. okay. I'm sorry, but that's the way it goes because again, when I go through these journals and I want to recognize some of the things I've achieved, it's quite easy for me with the masses of pages of writing to not spot the the, the progress and the achievements. So I give myself a gold star if I've done something that has a totally aligned and rocked and I give myself a silver star if it's an area for development, but also I'm recognizing that that was progress. There is another element here about setting clear intentions. So, if you want to have a new habit, just get really clear about why you want it before you start. Because if you're muddied at all, you're going to not stick with it because that clarity needs to be there. So, if your goal is, say, for example, I don't know, maybe to lose weight. Okay, so that's something which people are always talking about. You think about your New Year's resolutions, you think about dieting plans, all of those things, they just seem to start go really well and they crash if you're not clear about your intention so do you want to lose weight for someone else because you have some like concept that someone else the way they see you is important or do you want to lose weight for yourself or do you want to lose weight because it's good for your health and you know you have to work out your reasons but you have to keep going down several layers to really work it out because the main things we've been talking about all week is about connecting to yourself. So whatever you choose as your next goal, make sure that aligns with your values, honours who you are, and that you're doing it first and foremost for you, because you matter. And that's what's going to give you the drive to continue on when it go going gets tough, okay? Because sometimes, you know, you're not going to want to stick to that. That new regime or you're not going to want to do your journal every day okay but that consistency and persistence can give you this continuous feedback about success because over time you build up a beautiful picture of your life and how you're moving through it with grace and ease and fluidity How you can bring more joy into your life you just flick back through the page to go that was a successful day what happened there how can i do that again it's really great which is quite funny coming from someone who just didn't like data before. But I really do see the value of looking at the journal from that perspective of being able to have a track record and being able to see where you won. And then the fourth one was to celebrate. So absolutely celebrate. Cheers. Celebrate your wins. Notice them. Pay attention to them. Get your sparkly journal. Make sure you put them in here. Okay? So that is a great way. The other element, um, oh my goodness, I've got the time. Okay, I've got two more things to cover. Then I was going to go on to the challenge for today. Um, There's only one challenge. Um, So let me just cover these two other points really quickly. I think I sort of half covered the the point about journal prompts, you know, how useful they can be. Um, So I've got these books that have got their own prompts in. But, you know, if you don't have that and you just got a piece of paper and that's all that's handy handy at the moment, don't worry about that. There's some really good journal um, prompts and questions you can ask yourself. It does not sound like a deepy, but if you were looking back at the end of your life and you looked back over everything you've done and everything you achieved, how would you feel? <sighs> Take a breath with that. I know it's a biggie. Okay? But these are serious questions because at the end of, the, at, at the end of your life, and may that be a long one, it will be you you are answering to. So if there's anything that you want to do, anything that has been unsaid you want to say, then put it in your journal and make sure that you make that connection so that you will look back on your life and every single day say, do you know what? I did my best today. You're human. No one's looking for perfection. But expect the best you can bring to that day. I brought joy today to my life and to the lives of others. So just using that journal, just to quite chunking it down, let's go day with day, one day at a time, one day at a time, one day at a time. And then what happened yesterday doesn't matter, it's gone. Just start the day afresh and bring your best. You could, who, who wants more than that? Taking this time to understand yourself. Now I was just totting up how much time I spend on my coaching, like coaching I receive, and on my supervision each month and on my personal development and i would say i spend eight hours a month that's two hours a week on this specific topic because it's really important for my work particularly that i know where i am because i don't want to bring my stuff into my client work because i need to be an empty vessel for my clients so that i can guide them in their journey so for my particular field, this is probably higher than more, most people would do if they were working in different industry, but for me, um, that's absolutely vital. But taking that time, don't you know maybe just spending less time looking at what other people are doing and spend a little bit more time looking at what you're doing, that's how you can create the momentum that you need to really live a life with purpose and to be the designer of your future. and you can become the implementer too. So you become the visionary and the implementer. Connect your head, that's the implementer, and your heart, which is the visionary. Okay? So you can do that through that medium of a journal. Okay, enough. Alright, already. You guys have got to go and enjoy your fantastic sunny Saturday. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you're watching on the replay, thank you very much for catching up. It's fantastic that you've been able to be here and to enjoy this bonus episode today. If you're a podcast listener, I actually have to confess, I have not done a podcast this week. I have mentioned three podcasts where I've had fantastic guests on this week, which support the particular topic we've been talking about, self-care, and building a relationship with yourself. And so I'd be sending that out to everybody um, as a reminder to sort of re-listen, listen again, because you cannot get this enough, okay? This is this not a once and done thing. We're always working ourselves. And the challenge I have for you today is to set a goal. I want you to set a goal for you. Now, I you can choose. You know, this is the tie-up. Do you have big picture you want to go? But whether you want a micro, just a small, tiny goal, and this might have a lot to do with whether you're feeling really overjoyed right now with lots of opportunities, where you are in your business journey and the things you've got going on at home but whatever it is whether it's a huge big overarching life goal or whether it's a specific goal for just the next week whatever it is set that goal And i want you to track back like we've been doing how can you get a strategy in place to make sure that happens is it journaling every day is it making sure that you take some time to breathe every moment you use that alarm clock to get you up and moving every 45 minutes Loads of great things we've been talking about this week to help you achieve your goals, and then I want you to think about how you're going to feel when you've achieved that goal. Okay, so I want you to write that down in that in your journal or the piece of paper that you're using, but think about the feelings because we won't know we've achieved something if we don't know the feeling that we're seeking, otherwise, it's just going to be a long list. You know, it's going to be a long list of things to do rather than the feelings. And it's the feelings that keep us energized to keep going. And if you're really not sure where to start with all of this, I have got a, a workbook, This really is just a workbook, <laughs> on the steps to success. And in that, uh, it's a great tool for looking at any particular type, uh, area of your life rate that area of your life and then look at the things you love and the things you like doing and the things you dislike doing and then just this way of, of being able to cut the crap okay get rid of the stuff you don't like and focus in on the things that you love so if you want to get your hands on that then just let me know send me a message um and i'm more than happy to share that with you uh and uh, that's some little you know extra thing but with love from me because it really is a fantastic tool for zoning in onto the things that you love. And it might give you a really good place to start if you're thinking about, I just don't know where to start with my goals, but so much I want to change. So um, let's focus in on the things that are gonna give you this biggest impact, okay? Because I am absolutely all about the shortcuts and getting the biggest bang for your buck. So anyway, my lovelies, as I said, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to share this week with you. I've really enjoyed it. I have already put on my plan to do this again in September. I am hoping it will be a totally different topic, but we're definitely gonna go live again in September. And between now and then, please stay in touch. I love to hear from you. It's really wonderful to know. And I hope you enjoy the group too, and we can share some more um, gardening tips. I showed you at the beginning of the week, my um, beetroots that are growing here on my dining table. Look, they're still really growing. They're doing really well Um, and I hope that you guys can get out and enjoy the sunny day and um, yeah, it's been great.
0: Thank you so much again. I do hope you've really enjoyed these sessions that I've brought you. It's been kind of different but of course I am getting ready too for season two of the True Growth Podcast and I want to hear more from you about what you'd like me to cover. What topics did you enjoy the most? What format suited you in your everyday? Let me know because this show is all about you. I'm sharing with you the best mindset, strategy and tools to make sure that you can live free from fear, find the courage to take courageous action in your business and to live a joy-filled life, doing what you love with who you love every single day thanks for listening if you have enjoyed today's show i would love it if you'd head over to itunes and leave me a review and to show my appreciation each month i will be randomly selecting one reviewer to win a free coaching call simply leave your review for a chance to win how good is that